in terms of revenue, as you know, we uh, just launched not even a year yet, but we mm-hmm. are revenue driven. Uh, okay. We are currently, uh, I can say, around the six figures when it comes to revenue. Uh, so I'm happy about that. Uh, and the next clue is we are heading towards that seventh figure uh, quickly, and I'm hoping to achieve that uh, this year. So for a startup, um, you know, unlike uh, other uh, maybe uh, cryptocurrency companies that you've may heard. Uh, that they have tokens, uh, they're selling tokens, and they really don't have a base uh, of any company, of any revenue of any sort. Uh, right. But CoinLink is 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 it's uh you know is a company which I sometimes ex- explain to new investors that we're, we're like a Facebook, we're like a. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 68 of Taking You to the Top. My guest today is Jenny Ta. She's the founder and CEO of CoinLink.com. Jenny, thanks for joining me today. Hi, Rami. Uh, Thank you so much for having me today. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for inviting me on the show. Um, um, My pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, Jenny, to get us started, if you wouldn't mind sharing something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Sure. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm everywhere, a public figure. Uh, most people think uh, that I am. I'll give you a little personal uh, response uh, that I have not shared with the public before, mm-hmm. um, that most people think uh, people like you and I are extroverts. Right. Um, Because I'm on social media a lot. I speak at many events, but uh, I'm actually uh, an introvert. Not many people know that. Um, Or sometimes at most, uh, there's such thing as an ambivert, which is someone who exhibits uh, qualities of both introvert and extrovert and uh, can flip in either, you know, direction, depending on the mood, context goes, blah, blah, blah. So, think, um, go ahead. Do you think an ambivert applies to the company you're with as well? Uh, yeah, you know, because sometimes I believe uh, if we're too much of an extrovert, um, you know, uh, that might not be good. Uh, I believe uh, the former president, Donald Trump, he was an extrovert. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes that's just too much for people to absorb. Uh, then again, uh, being a CEO and, and, and founders uh, of, of companies where uh, you have to speak and you have to be on social media. And if you if you are an introvert, that too is not too great. So a balance of both, uh, I believe, makes a, makes a pretty good uh, CEO. Sure. 
Okay. Um, so Jenny, could you tell us a bit about where you're from and a little, you know, about your upbringing and whether you were entrepreneurial when you were younger? And if so, what were you selling back then? Gotcha. So um, I was born in Vietnam. Uh, my mom is, uh, is Vietnamese and my dad is Chinese. Uh, mm -hmm. But I was raised in the United States uh, since I was five years old. Uh, okay. So I guess I'm Asian American. Um, mm -hmm. Upbringing wise, um, I've shared many times in previous podcasts. So uh, I wouldn't want to bore your audience because I know each host have their own audience. They could probably uh, pick up uh, some of that uh, in my other po podcast. So I wanted to share information with you and your audience that I have never shared before. So, right. um, so I'll give a piece uh, of that, um, that uh, when it comes to uh, my upbringing, uh, when I was 16, um, I asked one of my, I guess you could call guy friends, uh, he was 18 at the time, to teach me how to drive a, a stick shift, right, okay. which is a mm -hmm. five-speed um, sure. most of those cars are rare these days. Uh, you can only find them in a racing cars on the racing track. So, okay. uh, so at, you know, uh, as a female, not a lot of my gal friends, uh, know how to drive a stick shift, but, uh, but I know how to drive a stick shift when I was uh, 16. So I still know to this very day. It's funny how a lot of my guy and girl, uh, gal friends these days would tell me, how I could drive a stick shift, but I can't do similar uh, simple things like, uh, uh, um, you know, like I can't swim, for example, which is kind of weird, um, you know, because when I was growing up, uh, I didn't have my father with me. So my mom uh, doesn't know how to swim. So she was fearful to teach me how to swim. So, okay. um, and I don't know why is growing up here in the United States, I never learned how to swim. So even to this very day, I don't know how to swim. There, you have a secret of mine that I've never <laughs> shared before. Uh, so the good and the bad. Yeah, you know, so, and then in terms of the second part of your question, uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to entrepreneurial, uh, you know, as a kid, uh, that too, it's quite interesting because uh, when I was about, and this is the story I've never shared before. You asked really great questions. Um, so when I was about 10 years old, um, I grew up very, very poor uh, here with my mom. Um, so being a poor kid, uh, you have to eat a different kind of lunch in the cafeteria. Uh, usually those lunches are not very great. Uh, they tend to be re re repetitive uh, at least two to three times a week. Uh, mm -hmm. So even as a kid, I would get sick of them, right? right. So then my, my richer kids, uh, they eat better lunch uh, because they're in a different line. And usually those lunches, you have to pay a few dollars more, which right. I don't have because my mom doesn't have money to give it to me. So okay. that's where I believe my entrepreneurial skill came in. Uh, so I can make a few bucks just for lunch uh, because I, I want to eat better. Uh, so things I would do, for example, uh, you know, like uh, I would tutor math because I believe I'm very good at math. Uh, and a lot of the, the, the my 
my friends uh, around that age, around 10 years old, 11 years old. Sometimes I tutor up to 14, 15 years old. Uh, they have the money, but they're, they're not great at math. So I would sit with them, do help them with the homework. And then either at the end, they pay me a couple bucks or they buy me lunch, which is the more expensive lunch that I wanted to eat. Um, sure. A couple... A couple of other things that I did was, you know, I would buy certain toys that I see in, uh, you know, in like at the time it, w- it, it would have been Toys R Us. They're, they're not mm-hmm. around anymore. Um, and I find unique toys. I would add little things to it. Uh, I would take them to school. I would, you know, show them around. There's always going to be a kid who would want it. So then I would mark it up, you know, like um, uh, I would ask my mom. Uh, you know, $5 at a time. And then she would take me to the store. I would look for a toy and then, and then I would sell them sometimes double, like eight, nine, $10 even. Uh, and then I build up a, a little chunk of change uh, around that time. And, and that's, uh, that's when I began now looking back was my entrepreneurship skills, uh, because I only wanted to eat uh, better lunches, uh, you know, during lunchtime. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I feel sometimes some people have to go through something somewhat negative to, you know, to realize the success because of that negativity. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's why, Rami, when, when, uh, when we become uh, entrepreneurs and, and, and founders and CEOs, one of the primary things that we are supposed to do is to solve a problem, right? We look at the, the world and we look at society and we see what kind of problems, uh, uh, you know, that everyone's currently facing. And uh, if we have a solution for it, then boom, that's your business, that's your product, and you, you put your CEO hat on and you launch that company and it's a startup. And, and, and you become a CEO and, 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 and being that entrepreneur that you should. So you're absolutely correct. It, it all starts with a problem, a situation that, uh, that we yearn for, that we want, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we dive into it and we solve it to make it happen for ourselves. And of course, others, uh, once when, you run, when, when we run a company uh, to help, you know, others as well with that solution uh, that we found. All right. So talking about success now, um, Mm -hmm. could you tell us about CoinLinked? What does the company do and what does the revenue model look like? Sure. Um, CoinLink, it's live. Uh, CoinLink, I actually run two companies and share very briefly with you and your audience. Uh, the first company is called CoinLink, which is mm-hmm. a, a sh- social media platform uh, like Twitter, Instagram, uh, but it has an added feature of uh, the e-commerce like Amazon uh, and eBay. So our users can socialize and they can place purchases uh, all under one roof. That's just basically it. Uh, another uh, unique thing uh, that we have is, I'm sure you've heard uh, about Bitcoin, Ethereum, all the cryptocurrencies have been flying sure. since the middle of last year until now. Uh, mm-hmm. Bitcoin, as of yesterday, 
uh, hit an all-time high of 52,000-plus per sure. coin. I mean, that's just fascinating, <laughs> fascinating, crazy in, in, in sort of. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so CoinLink, uh, we let our users uh, utilize uh, cryptocurrencies of most cryptocurrency to buy everyday product. Now, okay. CoinLink was launched uh, around May of last year. So I was ahead of the game, to be honest with you. Uh, recently, if you uh, check on the news about, um, uh, e uh, about Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, uh, all these larger companies hop on the ban bandwagon of accepting cryptocurrency. Uh, Coinlink and myself was we were already ahead of the game. We accepted mm -hmm. cryptocurrency way back when, uh, so I, I think we're uh, we're in a good position there. Um, the second uh, company that I'm currently running is called VC Network, uh, like VC is venture capital. Network mm -hmm. is like a network. Sure. Uh, dot, dot co. If, if anybody would like to visit that, the coin link is dot com. The mm -hmm. VC network is a dot co. So it's basically a virtual uh, e harmony meets Shark Tank, uh, matching entrepreneurs with VCs and invest investors all around the world. So that's what VC network is. Um, we have over uh, 500,000 uh, investors in our database now, and, 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 it, and it's growing. Uh, so uh, once again, uh, CoinLink was launched in May uh, of last year, the, the year of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, and VC Network was launched about three years ago. Um, for a sneak peek uh, to share, which I have not shared before, uh, mm -hmm. with CoinLink, uh, what we're planning uh, to do this year, uh, 2021, is to add a few more social features. Uh, okay. one, of, one of such feature would be a voice feature. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure you probably heard of Clubhouse, right? Uh -huh. yep. uh, they have a voice feature. So uh, I, I am planning to add that to our platform this year. That's one of the, the things that I'm, I'm looking forward to do. And for VC Network, uh, we'll be adding more uh, limited partners uh, to uh, uh, the company so that we can hit harder with uh, investing in female founders uh, across the globe because that's that's a niche that is still very much needed uh, more than ever, uh, you know, this day. Uh, as sure. for the revenue uh, model, uh, Rami, uh, mm -hmm. basically CoinLink is quite straightforward. Uh, we have a membership fee for those who, uh, do shopping a lot and wanted to, uh, have free shipping, uh, similar to Amazon. I believe they, they call it a prime. Uh, so we have similar to that, but again, our users can pay everything with cryptocurrency and they can pay with the regular traditional method too, uh, and which Amazon, go ahead. Uh, how much is the membership fee? Uh, the membership fee is one ninety nine uh, per year, uh, and basically it takes care of all of your shipping, you know, unlimited. And uh, to some traditional currency, uh, that may may be steep uh, if they compare it with Amazon. 
but when it comes to cryptocurrency, you're talking about like a fraction of an Ethereum or a tiny, tiny fraction of a, of a Bitcoin. So, uh, so we're, we're, you know, and other currency has been, you know, the DeFi tokens, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the NFT uh, tokens and stuff. A lot of them have been flying. So they're just fractions of a lot of these tokens. So uh, people don't mind utilizing their tokens to pay for uh, membership fees. But for cash or traditional method, it's, uh, it's, it's $199 per year. And uh, we take care of not only all of your uh, shipping, uh, but sometimes you get other perks as well. Like we give discounts, uh, no fees. Again, it depends on uh, individual orders. But um, yeah, and um, additional to that, uh, the, the revenue model, in additional to that membership fee, uh, similar to Amazon, we have a processing fee. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, uh, and and sometimes we accept uh, unique advertising uh, from users or, um, you know, uh, advertisers who do special posts or uh, some sort of that. And, and, and we, we haven't really tapped into advertising yet on our platform uh, okay. as we're, we're currently growing the user base. Uh, but we're planning to do more of that this year. Uh, and then real quick, the revenue model for VC Network uh, is also quite interesting, uh, which uh, we're doing a shift on that this year uh, as well. And I'll be rolling that out. Um, so I'll share that with, uh, you know, with everyone later, but that's still under, um, you know, under under the works right now for VC Network. So, OK, well, you know, for sure that we're going to have another call for VC Network. It would be my honor. Yes, it would be my honor. Thank you I'm, so I'm much. I'm that in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, for sure, for sure. I, uh, you know, so um, yes, and I would be excited to share that with you. Uh, sure. Uh, when that is ready. I'm hoping maybe um, uh, the end of the first quarter, or oh, actually we're, we're closing up on the ending boy of the first quarter already, maybe uh, May, around May, June, around there. Um, sure. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 where we have things in plans right now. Okay. And then CoinLinked, uh, mm-hmm. what's the company team size look like today? Um, we have actually two. I tend to separate my teams, uh, my team in two, uh, two parts. Um, mm-hmm. The, the uh, one part, I mean, one side would be, I call it the tech team, which consists of one to two dozen uh, front and back end engineers, because obviously uh, we have a social platform and, and e-commerce, so it gets quite busy. Uh, and then I have uh, the second team, I call it the, the business team that helps me, uh, you know, in terms of business matters such as social media, customer service, emails, mm-hmm. booking appointments with you, answering, uh, you know, a ton of emails every single day. Uh, okay. And that side, you know, I have seven, five to seven team members. So uh, together, I guess you, you can say about, you know, a good old 20 plus people on my team. Uh, and uh, I've been thank- thankful for all of them. Uh, and that's... Uh, <coughs> Excuse me, that, that's the size that we have as of now, and, and, and we're still growing. Okay, and uh, are the team mostly remote or in-house? 
So we're currently a uh, headquarter in, uh, in the city of Irvine, California, which is about an hour south of Los Angeles. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of my team members work remotely. That's even <clears throat> prior to the pandemic, because as a founder and CEO, I have always believed in uh, remote working. Uh, so we've, we've all been remote working for a while now, and it's been working out well. Uh, so yes, that's, uh, that's where we're at. Okay. And are you currently hiring? Do you have any positions open? Yes. Uh, we always, uh, uh, hire new people, you know, uh, all the time. And, uh, and here's the reason why, uh, we do have internships. I mean, we, we do have interns and, uh, um, and, 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 and then there are, uh, places where a team member of mine would choose to go either go back to school or sprint out to form his or her own company. Uh, I myself, uh, besides being uh, the CEO of my team, I also mentor uh, a lot of my team members and uh, founders and CEOs of other startups around the area. So um so when I do mentor either my team members or other, um, you know, other founders, especially my team members, I, I would always encourage them to, uh, to dream and to become their own CEO one day, you know. So, uh, so if any one of my team members are ready uh, to take that next step, um, I do encourage them and I would mm-hmm. help them to, uh, to launch his or her company and if once he or she does that uh they would leave my nest and so therefore i would have to find a replacement and i'm absolutely fine with that because uh i believe in entrepreneurship um i you know uh you know i i've been doing very well at entrepreneurship so uh, i wouldn't want um to stop anyone to be working for me and not to follow their dreams i even assist them and I even help them uh, to the point of creating the corporations for them. So uh, yeah, so a lot of my team members and I, we have uh, what it's called an open book relationship. So uh, they don't have to sneak around uh, not telling Jenny, I'm going to, you know, form my own company one day and I'm not going to tell her. They don't have to do that with me. They, they, they all have an open book with me because they know that not only that I would not object to it, I would uh, encourage it. And I even help them, uh, you know, right. how to form their corporation and, um, and get them ready so they can, uh, can leave the nest and, uh, and be on their own. So, so that's why we, we we're always uh, looking for new, uh, you know, hirees and, and, and hire new people for our team specifically this year for, uh, VC network. Um, I am currently interviewing quite a number of limited partners. Um, would love to talk to you, to Rami. I'm not sure uh, what you do now, but uh, we're we're looking for uh, team members for the VC network because uh, um, you know he's a clue. Is I've never shared this before, so a little mm-hmm. bit hesitant, but I'll share it with you. Uh, we we might uh, come up with a fund some sort of this year. So I may need more help. Um, and that fund, uh, again, geared towards uh, 
um, female founders or founders across the globe. Uh, because with the pandemic, a lot more people now are opening up shops and being founders and CEOs and startups. So uh, lots of money are out there. So we we need to gather the money to help people to uh, uh, to start their dreams. So that's for the VC network side. So on both okay. ends, uh, we are hiring. Yes. Perfect. Um, okay, Jenny, let's take a quick break to thank our first sponsor. Then we'll jump into the economics. Sure. Our first sponsor is a company called TopTal. They have a global network to top talent in business, design, and technology that enables companies to scale their teams on demand. TopTal serves thousands of clients, including Fortune 500 companies and innovative startups, delivering expertise and world-class solutions at an unparalleled success rate. With elite freelancers in over 100 countries, TopTal connects a top 3% screen list of the world's top talent with leading companies in days, not weeks. Visit toptal.takingyoutothetop.io. That's T-O-P-T-A-L dot takingyoutothetop.io and get an 80-hour no-risk trial period so you only have to pay if you're satisfied with the work. Get started hiring with TopTal today. Okay, um... Jenny, was the company bootstrapped or have you raised any capital? Uh, yeah. So since launch, uh, we did raise a, um, a friends and family round. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, I would say a couple millions there. Um, okay. Don't want it to be too, too specific, uh, but we did well on that. And then uh, we're currently... Uh, u- utilizing that and bootstrapping at the same time. Uh, as I'm talking to you now, uh, we're currently finalizing our Series A round, uh, which is because we are a um, uh, digitized security, which I'm sure you probably heard more of security tokens. Uh, right. we, we, we have to go under uh, the SEC rules and regulation. So our Series A uh, round is currently uh, a dual registration, which is a uh, Reg D 506C for United States uh, accredited Mm -hmm. investors. And uh, we also have a Reg S uh, for any and all investors outside of the United States. Uh, We launched our Series A round around the end of last year. Um, So... uh, you know, uh, and one of the things that I'm looking forward to is coming up in about 30 days. It's called a uh, um, regulation CF uh, stands for crowdfunding. Uh, right. The SEC, yeah. So the the SEC recently made uh, modifications uh, for the Reg CF for non-accredited investors. Uh, that companies can raise uh, up to five million dollars from uh, the, the 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 limitation they gave before of just one point zero seven million dollars. So that's a, a okay. huge um, incentive for non-accredited investors coming up. Uh, it's going to be uh, in effect uh, March fifteenth. So mm-hmm. since, since CoinLink is a social media platform and uh, we have user growth now heading towards that millionth mark, 
in terms of uh, a number of users. Um, we wanted to share uh, with some of our users the benefits to owning a piece of CoinLink uh, instead of the traditional method of just accredited investor, which are literally rich people. Uh, right. And the little people uh, never had the chance to own a piece of an entity that they love, right? So mm -hmm. uh, I'm holding out a piece of our uh, Series A, uh, um, you know, for, I call them the smaller investors, so that they are able to uh, own a piece of the platform that they utilize every single day. And have you chosen a platform to host the crowdfunding? Um, at the moment, um, not really, because I think, you know, uh, uh, CoinLink itself is a community and uh, we have our own platform. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, with what I've seen so far, you know, I'm sure each of our users can put out a tiny like $500 or $1,000 to own a piece of CoinLink, which is the platform that they're use using. Uh, it mm -hmm. adds up quickly, um, you know, uh, um, so um, I'm, I'm going to utilize our own platform first um, and obviously secondary to that uh, would be Twitter. Um, in terms of crowdfunding, um, you know, we both probably, probably heard like Kickstarter and stuff like that, but I believe those are a different kind of crowdfunding platforms. So, um, uh, yeah, but other than that, uh, that's my plan right now for the, the reg CF coming up, uh, effective, um, next month on March the 15th. Uh, just as a suggestion, I interviewed, uh, a founder two days ago who did a crowdfunding raise as well. Mm. And he used a platform called WeFunder. Oh, he did okay. okay. I mean, maybe, maybe not in the millions, but. Uh, it has the potential for that. And it, I think they accept uh, investments as low as $150 per person. Wow. So maybe okay. something to look uh, at. Yes, I will definitely uh, go through your podcast and uh, uh, take a listen um, uh, on that podcast. And I'll check out WeFunder uh, to yep. see how it goes. So appreciate that. Thank you so much. No problem. Well, um, I guess my next question is, are you able to share a ballpark revenue figure so we can gauge the size of the, the business? Sure. Um, I can share as much as I can, obviously. Um, sure. Uh, in terms of revenue, as you know, we uh, just launched not even a year yet, but we mm -hmm. are revenue driven. Uh, okay. We are currently, uh, I can say, around the six figures when it comes to revenue. Uh, so I'm happy about that. Uh, and the next clue is we are heading towards that seventh figure uh, quickly. And I'm hoping to achieve that uh, this year. So for a startup, um, you know, unlike uh, other uh, maybe uh, cryptocurrency companies that you've may heard mm -hmm. uh, that they have tokens, uh, they're selling tokens. And they really don't have a base uh, of any company, of any revenue of any sort. Uh, right. But Co CoinLink is 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 it's a uh, you know is a company which I sometimes ex explain to 
new investors that were, were like a Facebook, we're like a Microsoft, we're like an Amazon. Uh, we run it traditionally, but, uh, it, you know, uh, but we have a, a security token that we offer because uh, it's, it's, it's a modernized world of, 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 of digi digital assets, you know, so and we tokenize uh, our company uh, for that. So, um, so that's the part for the revenue growth. And obviously, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful of where we're at and, uh, and, and, and we're positive. Um, yes. Perfect. I mean, congratulations on that. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, Jenny, I want to jump into the validation side of the business. I mean, mm. before you launched, how did you validate the idea? I mean, did you go through some systemized process to validate it? Or did you just know that crypto was the way to go for you? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I've been in, uh, I've been on Wall Street. Um, that's a little bit more of my background. And I've been in the sector the tech sector for a really long time now. So I keep up with technology uh, quite well. I follow mm -hmm. Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrency uh, since 2016. I I'm not one of the earlier uh, adopters of Bitcoin uh, because Bitcoin, I believe uh, this year, uh, it's, 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 it's the 12th year for Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is 12 years old. Uh, so I, I started out learning about it in 2016. Uh, and based upon what I've learned and based upon my skills and background, uh, one of the things that uh, at the time when I launched and, and start building CoinLink was that uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency needed the adoption, right? Uh, right. And so I knew that um, uh, this is even prior to the pandemic broke out that uh, I knew one day that people would need to utilize cryptocurrency to purchase everyday product. Um, and so CoinLink was born. Uh, like I've, I've shared with you earlier, uh, we're at, we were actually the first one that came out uh, with, uh, with the CoinLink platform or, or of, some, of, 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 of an e-commerce or a marketplace uh, mm -hmm. of sort to accept cryptocurrency. This year, everybody uh, hop on the bandwagon, PayPal, MasterCard, Visa. Um, but, uh, you know, but if someone were to ask, well, how do I compete? Well, you know, um, just because Amazon or even Alibaba, two of the, mm -hmm. the biggest uh, e-commerce uh, platforms in the world, that doesn't mean that all of the other uh, e-commerce websites, and there are thousands of them all over the world, uh, would not work, right? So uh, the the e-commerce business around the world are now heading towards the trillions of dollars. So there's a piece of the pie for everybody um, in it. So, sure, and, and I think um, yeah, the fact that you've taken the community-based approach is also a differentiator. Exactly, exactly. And uh, as you know, uh, with the recent GameStop and the, the Redditors, uh, mm -hmm. communities are a thing right now. Uh, and the niche for CoinLink, I believe, is, uh, is unique, is that we have our own community, right? So, and uh, not only that, but our community, they literally can purchase anything uh, around the world, um, you know, on CoinLink. It's different than Amazon, where uh, you have to list things. 
um, on Coinly, you don't have to list anything. All you need is whatever you want to buy. Um, just grab that link and, uh, you know, place the purchase order on CoinLink and boom, the item gets shipped to you. It's called drop shipping. Uh, I'm sure you probably heard of that. Yeah. And so it, it works out well and it's simple. Uh, and that's what people are looking for these days is something that's not too complicated, uh, simple process. And, um, and, and that's where we're at. And, uh, and um, yes. And so that's, uh, that's, that's where I, that's how and where I validated my idea uh, to come up with CoinLink. Okay. And how many members do you have on the platform today? Um, so in terms of customers, uh, which is the e-commerce side, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of random. Like we recently um, uh, worked through the holidays, the busiest uh, shopping season of the year, Christmas. Uh, and then we just finished... Uh, a lunar new year, which is mm -hmm. some call them Chinese new year, but it's lunar new year. So yep. people tend to shop a little bit more. So we get busier. Uh, and then, you know, in normal days, it depends, you know, uh, um, you know, but in terms of user base, again, uh, we're over uh, the six figure uh, user base. We're heading towards the seventh figure. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for, thank you for that. And the, uh, and, it, you know, I'm looking to add, again, uh, a couple new features this year, uh, one of which uh, is a voice feature um, similar to Clubhouse because it uh, seems like a lot of our users are requesting that. Uh, and so I tend to listen to what uh, our users uh, wants uh, and needs, you know, and from there, uh, that's how we, we grow and we built the platform. So that's where we're at. Uh, right now in terms of users and customers. Okay. Uh, this next question is my favorite mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I love getting the different answers and they, usually it helps out somebody who listens to this podcast. Mm. It's how did you get your first non-referred customer? Non-referred customers. Well, you know, it's uh, it's interesting, but these days, it would be impossible for any founders or any CEOs to launch anything without attaching his or her business to social media, right? right. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, traditional uh, 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 social media like Facebook, which I've heard not many people use anymore, uh, but good thing they have Instagram. So a lot of people on Instagram. Then again, there is Twitter. Twitter, which is where I'm on the most, uh, you know, and then we all know the TikTok of the world uh, mm -hmm. and Clubhouse uh, is in the process of uh, launching or, or going to from beta to uh, launch. I, I don't know where that is at. Uh, but, you know, our first non-referral uh, customer uh, came to us from somewhere around the web. Right. Either they heard from Twitter, they heard from uh, Instagram or some of seen some of our posts. But um, yeah. And then from there, it just, you know, multiply, you know, uh, one person would say would share with two or three other people. And then it just literally multiply. And since we since CoinLink is also a social media platform, it's also easy for people to connect with each other as well. They come sure. on and they make a post and they 
they have other users make comments to, and that's when they meet new friends, you know? So, uh, and, and it's quite interesting. So we're building uh, the CoinLink uh, community around the world as we speak. So that's also a really good thing. Fantastic. And what do you think of mm-hmm. podcasts as a customer acquisition channel? Well, you know, I believe every channel uh, help grow a business. Uh, and uh, podcasts like yourself uh, have uh, a unique set of audience and listeners. So I believe it's a plus for founders and CEOs to not limit themselves with just a few podcasts within a specific sector. Uh, as right. you know, let's just say in the, the crypto space, there's a, there are a very few well-known podcaster, uh, mm-hmm. but they tend to be follow and listen to the same number of people, right? So sure. um, I've had a, a, a research done, a survey done, and mm-hmm. uh, that was the data that was given to me. Now, unless you're like Elon Musk, right? Uh, yeah. And then you, you get on a podcaster. Um, I forgot what his name, uh, really well-known guy. I lost his name. I guess, you know, he's well-known, but I, you know, I, I forgot his name now. Um, you know, and if Elon Musk gets on his podcast, uh, then. I think you mean Joe, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely correct. So unless if you get to that caliber, of, of mm-hmm. Joe Rogan and Elon Musk, then of course, that's all you need, you know. Uh, but how many startup founders and CEOs, even in the crypto space uh, or any other space, can get on a Joe Rogan kind of a podcast? You get what I'm saying? So sure. so I would advise, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned with you before, I, I mentor um you know, founders and CEOs of other companies, I would advise them to just, you know, hop on different podcasts if they get an invite. Uh, again, I, I'm grateful for your invite. Um, and so to get themselves out there, you know, because each uh, host like yourself and each podcast, they have their own set of audience and listeners. So uh, that's how you you spread your wings. And that's how um uh, you know, uh, you fly because th- these days, uh, you know, a business uh, would be more uh, profitable. Uh, the growth would be better uh, if it's more global, you know. So don't don't set yourself uh, in a certain niche and limit yourself uh, by just a certain number of podcasts within a certain sector. Just, you know, don't spread yourself out too thin. Uh, spread yourself out you know, to a wider audience and, uh, and, and, and you see uh, how amazing it is that people from different parts of the world will reach out to you and you would say, oh, how did you know me? Oh, because I listened, uh, I heard uh, your interview with, uh, you know, on the, you know, on Rami's podcast, something like that. So, uh, sure. yes. So I, I totally believe in, in podcasts as a channel. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and, and yes, so, uh, uh, that's definitely a plus. Perfect. Okay. Jenny, let's take a quick, uh, second break to thank our second sponsor. Then we'll wrap up. Sure. Thank you so much. 
Our second sponsor is a company called Bluehost. If you have a business idea and simply want to put it out there, you'll need a domain name and a flexible WordPress site that needs to be hosted on a reliable server. Bluehost is your one-stop shop for all things web hosting. From design and marketing services to easy-to-use website builders, they are with you every step of the way. Thanks to their 24-7, 365 days a year live support, which you can get via chat, phone, and email. And any and all questions you have can be answered in no time at all. Bluehost offers unlimited disk space and bandwidth, an easy-to-use control panel, one-click WordPress installs, and more. Visit bluehost.takingyoutothetop.io today. That's B-L-U-E-H-O-S-T dot takingyoutothetop.io and get a free domain name for the first year. And you'll also get free SSL, security certificate, with any of their affordable hosting packages. Start your entrepreneurial journey with Bluehost today. Um, to wrap to wrap up, what's one thing you'd like my audience to take away from this interview? Uh, sure. Um, you know, we we've probably all heard and seen from you know posts or podcasts or you know super wealthy people. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't get rich by working eight to five, uh, but we get rich by being an entrepreneur and uh, the types of investments that we make. For example, those who believe in Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, and they've been holding since Bitcoin was $100, uh, $1,000, $10,000 to now $52,000. That's a form of wealth, right? So what I believe for uh, the one thing that I would like to share with your audience is um, in order to once when you make that wealth, right, you have to maintain that wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it, it could be as simple as writing Bitcoin up to 52,000 and then writing it back down to 10,000. Um, you know, how many times can you do that in a lifetime, right? So right. Um, I would advise again, because my background was I was on Wall Street. I, I advise people and I help build their net worth. So I advise them to take a piece of the profit and uh, lock it in uh, with private companies. Uh, As you and I talked about earlier with the regulation CF that is coming Mm -hmm. out on March the 15th, uh, take a profit. I mean, take a a piece of the profit from your Bitcoin or Ethereum of whatnot. You don't have to sell everything. Uh, Lock that in uh, and own a piece of a private company. Uh, just like how, uh, you know, uh, the VCs from Silicon Valley, they invested mm-hmm. in Facebook, Amazon, eBay, uh, Uber. Uh, that's how they all became, you know, multi-gazillionaires. Uh, so the little, the little people, I call them the little people, the little investors can now do yeah. that through regulation CF, uh, you know, uh, $500 or $1,000. Uh, you literally own a piece of the company. And if that company excels and it goes public or it goes on a, uh, you know, a, 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 a digitized security token exchange, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's when you uh, profit even more. So, you know, um, that, that would be my, my uh, ultimate um, takeaway for your audience is to keep on building wealth 
you don't sit on uh, one thing and, and, and believe that, that that is wealth because for everything that goes up, it has to come down. Believe it or sure. not, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's all about timing, right? Um, people uh, who are investing in Bitcoin right now, they probably sit at a spot where they say, nah, Bitcoin is never going to go down. It's all going to go up, up, up. Okay, well, we'll see, right? So I'm never a, believe, uh, a believer in that. I, I'm, I'm a believer that for mm-hmm. everything that goes up, giving the time, we don't know, it has to come down. So I just don't want uh, those who are making a profit uh, or sitting on paper profit, it's called paper profit, to lose their profit by writing it back down. That's just such an unfortunate. So you take a piece out of the profit and you either, again, buy real estate if you want, buy a car if if that's what uh, makes you happy. Or for me, uh, invested in different uh, privately held companies such as say like CoinLink or there are mm-hmm. a lot of other companies out there uh, and you own a piece uh, of that company and uh, and that's how you built your wealth uh, as you uh, get into you know your 40s 50s 60s and hopefully uh, retirement right perfect and yep. is there something that you'd wished I asked or you know a question that I may have missed out? That would elaborate no. on CoinLink? No, Rami, you asked some of the best questions. Again, um, I've been on a lot of podcasts, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, for each podcast, yours, the one today that I'm having with you, uh, almost all of these questions I have never answered before. So you've been doing a great job. So, uh, no, you've hit the nail on the head with each and every one of your questions. So it's all good. Glad to hear it. Okay, Jenny, let's wrap up with the famous five. Okay. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Currently, uh, I'm actually reading um, the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. Uh, Now there's a reason this book has been on the New York Times bestsellers list for over 20 years. Uh, it's a right. classic and uh, one that every successful person I know uh, should have uh, in their library. And it's, uh, I'm not done with it yet. A couple first chapters. So it's great so far, but that's, that's a, a book that I would highly recommend. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yes, at the moment, we can say, obviously, it's Elon Musk for me, <laughs> uh, right? He, 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 he is the man. I think he is a unique man uh, from a woman's perspective, uh, which I believe I, 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 I'm highly intuitive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know the man in person, but I can only see his actions to, through his tweets and the stories that I read about him in the media, his personal relationships, um, even uh, recently his mother, uh, she just came out with a book herself. Uh, I placed an order for his mother's book. So that hasn't arrived yet. That's another book that if your audience wanted to check out, uh, Elon Musk's mother's book. Uh, So so I've been following him throughout the year and I find uh, he has, 
a dark side of him. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if people see that. Everyone seems to love him. But I do see he has a dark side uh, and a very fascinating side. So I'm still studying about him. So he is currently my CEO to follow and study at the moment. Okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? Oh, well, obviously, um, these days, uh, it would definitely have to be social media. CoinLink is a social media um, and uh, through unique communities. Uh, you and I talk about that. Uh, today is the age where communities are being built. Uh, and so through those communities, uh, um, you know, social media like Twitter, uh, CoinLink, um, you know, that's where people built communities, even uh, Reddit, uh, you know, with the, the famous uh, uh, GameStop that recently happened. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, social media channels. Um, um, well, I, can I, I put, believe... sure, can I go put ahead. Twitter as a, a more specific uh, answer? Yes, I'm on Twitter a lot, you know. So uh, bottom line is just be you. If you need to be weird, uh, be active, you know, and that's, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's the online tool for people to use. Okay, number four, if, I, if you could give your 20-year-old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Wow, um, uh, I would say that to be the exact person that I am today. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard uh, a similar response before, but uh, looking <laughs> back and look at where I am right now, I really don't want to change myself one bit. So uh, I've been doing things. Uh, I've made mistakes, right? Uh, or maybe I it's... should have. I should rephrase the question. Sure. What did you wish you knew when you were twenty? What I wish I knew when I was twenty is um, to make quicker decisions. You know, uh, sometimes our decisions uh, are dependent uh, upon another person or another entity. Uh, but we don't have to sit around, wait for that decision to, to move forward in life or, or, or like, for example, right now, um, I've been waiting for a decision of a couple of deals, for example, and Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's a, the pandemic or whatever the case may be. It's a lot slower than I would expect, right? So um, I'm not going to sit around and wait for those decisions to be made. Uh, So I move along and continue doing as if, um, you know, you know, I don't need such decisions. So you have to go in with that kind of mentality. So, uh, you know, if, 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 if I were to give my 20 year old that advice is uh, um, we live to live. We don't live to wait. Uh, that's, that's, that's my slogan. Live to live, don't live to wait. We don't sit around wait for anybody because life uh, goes on, you know? So uh, if there's a path that you get stuck on, which sometimes we do, I mean, you drive a car, you take a walk and all of a sudden you come to a dead end. Uh, don't stand there, turn around and go to another path. You, you know, there's plenty of path. Sure. So that, that, that would be I would tell my 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 twenty year old self uh, to do uh, to you know when I look back, right? Okay. And the final question: How many hours of sleep do you get every night? 
hope to get in at least eight to 10 hours. Uh, sometimes like on a Sunday morning, I don't want to turn on the phone or the, the notebook until like one or two in the afternoon, for example, just lay uh -huh. there, read, read a book or something. But on the weekdays, it's a little bit different. Um, uh, sometimes I would be lucky to get in about uh, five to six hours of sleep, but I try to get in at least six to seven hours of sleep because sleeping is very important to the brain. So uh, yes, so I, I, that's around the average. But sometimes... Six, six to seven. Yeah, on the average. But uh, okay. sometimes I'll be lucky to get in three hours of sleep. But uh, oh. I, I try not to do that too much. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for, you know, joining me today. And I hope that maybe a year from now we could have a follow-up call to see what's happened with Coinlink and to learn a bit more about uh, VC Network. Yes. Well, Rami, thank you so much for the invitation to your podcast today. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. Um, and I, uh, I'm grateful. Um, thank you so much. And, uh, I wish to talk to you again, uh, down the road. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Rami. As a valued listener of the Taking You to the Top podcast, you're in good company. It has also been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That being said, by subscribing to this podcast, you'll spend your time with Rami and a collection of the world's brightest thinkers and founders. All you have to do now is to push the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform, and you'll be consistently learning from the very best. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.